Hey, Brad. So before we get into this reality TV insanity, um, we wanted to take a moment to pause. Beck and I recorded this episode about a week ago and felt it appropriate to stop and say that we hope that you are staying safe and healthy. And please, 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 please stay inside for the sake of everyone, for the world right now. It's been a crazy week since we recorded this episode. Um, So many more people have fallen ill. And if you are a broad who is sick because of this or has a family member, a friend, a loved one who has fallen ill, we are so sorry and you have all of our hearts at this time. If you are a broad who had a pre-existing health condition was immune compromised in any way and are filled with anxiety because of what's going on, we are thinking about you. If you are abroad who is scared because of financial loss, who has maybe lost a job, have a family member who's lost a job, a spouse, our hearts hurt for you and we are here for you. If you are abroad in any way who is just filled with frustration and fear and angry because college classes cut short, because you hurt that your child is now home with you and not able to see friends at school. In any way, if you feel any pain, we are so sorry and we are thinking about you right now. And to those broads who are nurses and doctors, the cleaning crew at the hospital, those stocking shelves at grocery stores. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, we are so unbelievably grateful for you. You are heroes. Thank you. So now more than ever, it's important to be broad squad strong. We've always been quite a strong squad, um, but it has been so uplifting and wonderful to see you all in action over the past week, whether that be messages of encouragement for Becca and myself, uh, for each other online, seeing you on the Facebook group, asking each other questions, being there for each other, asking how each other can help, seeing you promote each other's small businesses. It has been unbelievably beautiful to see you all come together as an even stronger squad, a stronger family, And we are so grateful for you. We love you so much. And we just hope that we can continue to be a supportive unit together through all of this. Thank you. We love you. Now a deep breath. And let's get into some mindless reality TV. Laugh and enjoy each other's company. We love you, broads. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hi, Broads. Hi, Broads. Hi, Quarantine Broads. Sup? We uh, are recording this on March 16th, 2020. 10.48 a.m. Oh, Lord. Okay. Canada just closed their borders. I, so officially after Becca and I, so yesterday we recorded numerous podcasts recorded because we're dirty. like, yeah. we know we're going to have to start, you know, being quarantined completely alone in the homes. 
and we want to get like some out beforehand and bulk up. And right after you and I finished recording yesterday, that's then when it popped up and it was like Los Angeles is officially shutting down everything. So wait, no way. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that because Long Beach is not under the same thing. Where everything is shut down except for, um, uh, hi Boris, except for um, uh, like d- takeout delivery as of right now. Oh shit. But I'm sure that that's going to be done in like oh, a couple shit. days. Literally everything is closed. So oh, shit. they're not even like anyone who's even trying to go out and get their drink on. It's like bars are closed. Movie theaters. And like, this is coming out what? Down. Tuesday on the 24th? Yeah, so I'm sure by this time we'll all be... Yeah, I don't know. This is just... It's crazy. Stay safe, broads. Please stay safe. And let's watch some fucking Love is Blind. And let's distract ourselves with some Love is Blind because I know all you broads are being quarantined. You're watching your reality TV shows. You know, just keeping your heads high. Some of us have no self-control with binging. Jess already watched episode three. I started... I watched the first five minutes of it. I couldn't help it. And this is... I'm I'm not going to let... It go any farther than that okay evan convinced me i was forced into it okay <laughs> oh trust me i, I was watching will. with gray's mom and she's going well just what you're not gonna play it <laughs> evan, i'm like i'm tired i let him watch the first one too and then we watched the second together and then he's just like we're going through and, and then he tried to make me start the fourth one i was like no stop no more by the way grayston was the reason i watched the first five minutes of the second episode after oh, okay. the first because he's like just play it just play it my mother yeah i think i already said this but she watched like all episodes within two days and she is not I a com- binge watcher i completely get that honestly they, they do a better tease we were than up the bachelor. till like two in the morning and granted we have nothing going on it's like <laughs> go to sleep Evan, Jess, go to sleep. Watch it tomorrow. Ember's going to wake up. You're go- you guys are stuck inside. You're going to have time to watch it. So like- did you take notes for the third or are you going to rewatch it? No, I got to rewatch okay. it. I watched actually the second without taking notes and then I went back and took notes oh. because I was fully invested with Evan and by the way, he wouldn't shut up oh, in yeah, my I ear. Know. So I'm like, I can't concentrate on trying to take notes and if I would have started to pause, he probably would have flipped the table. I know. That's what I have to do when I'm watching with someone else and it ends up taking like twice as long because I'm like... Well, first of all, we got to pause so that we can talk it through. Of course. Well, when then, we even would, we've have watched The Bachelor together a few times. And whenever we do that, we end up having like a shit recap because you and I are talking <laughs> over it the entire time and we take terrible notes. <laughs> we miss like 15 things. It's impossible. That's when we get messages from people. Being like, you guys messed up <sighs> all the names. All the names. Um, but yeah, so should we just get right into yeah, it? Yeah, I'm Let's totally do this ready. Thing. Okay. So this is Love is Blind recap episode two. Yes. And if you're tuning in for the first time, Becca and I are unspoiled. We are, I'm, I'm, I'm one episode ahead. She's one episode ahead. But other than that, we don't know anything. So you are getting our real time thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. As we watch. Um, so that's a good podcast title. Thoughts with thoughts. Oh, I like that. Thoughts, thoughts. I like that a lot. <laughs> Off branch. New pod. Okay. So what else are we going to do? <laughs> so we see, I know for real, we start like five new podcasts from our homes. Everyone's like, that's enough. It's too many now. <laughs> we just have our own. I'm like, I am here live in my bedroom. Day three. So what's on my mind today? It's just like two and a I half hours. I do think maybe you should start doing some sort of like vlogging, vlogging, like Insta um, uh, TV, li- IGTV. That's the word. I mean, I do usually just stay the fuck at home anyway. And so now I'm like, ooh, more time to ferment my vegetables. 
<laughs> you just, just ordered like, some sourdough starter. Ooh, look at you go. See, I need to get inspiration like that. I'm just like basically just eating chips. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you should start learning. You should make start making just, basic recipes. I know. This is my time. This is my time to shine in the kitchen. Well, except then if you get a recipe, you have to go to the store to usually get ingredients because there's usually something you're missing. That's very true. But And Lord knows I don't have the basic ingredients at home. <laughs> if the basic ingredients don't include uh, Dorito sprinkles. <laughs> mm, Dorito sprinkles? Like sprinkling oh, Doritos on I was top like, of something. Like, wow, this has gone too far. That sounds good. Mm, Mm, Doritos. Doritos. Okay. Uh, Okay. We start out with Lauren and Cam meeting for the first time. I, all I was thinking this entire time is how unbelievably nerve wracking this process was. Until they were coming face to face, I hadn't really even processed the idea of meeting someone after you've been spending all this time. Like a blind date is scary enough as it is, right? Or like meeting someone on Tinder and then meeting them in person. But Having that level of intimacy, proposing and then meeting. My anxiety would be crazy because I'd be like, what if I'm not attracted to him? I'd be like, obviously, he's going to be attracted to me, but (laughs) (laughs) what if he smells weird? Like, See, that's a huge thing. Like sensory things smells a huge issue to me. And not even like if they smell bad. It's just like you connect with certain smells. Yeah. Which is... I do wonder, though, I know they're separated by, like, the glass, but they're only five feet away, and I do wonder if it's a bit different than talking on the phone. Like, I wonder if they can still kind of sense each other's energy. Did you just spill Diet Coke on yourself? Serves me right for drinking Diet Coke this early in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Go Um, for it. Who cares? YOLO. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like I would be interested to talk to some of the couples and ask them. Yeah, like, like if they or if, if they, they had like, g- vibes, they gather their smell and like spray it into the other room. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, because yeah, I would I would think you're probably right. You probably pick up on someone's energy a little more so than you even would, even if there is like that thin frozen glass between you. Yeah, I don't know. Well. I was very nervous that there was going to be like that they weren't. I was worried they were going to have chemistry. Yeah, for sure. And also, like Lauren had said, she's never been with a white guy before, and so she was kind of like preparing herself. Or we heard her saying that. I don't think she knew before. Yeah, I think Um, she probably guessed. I think she probably guessed. But um, well, they see each other and they immediately are kissing. Yeah, and I was sort of like, ooh, what's her chemistry with kissing going to be like? I wasn't sure by the way it looked, but she said he's an excellent kisser. Also, I like zoomed in. <laughs> okay. Did you? Yes, I, I like paused it on the, the second time that they started to ma- uh, make out. And that kiss was like, it was a good, you know, you can tell. Okay. It was a good I really, kiss. I really couldn't tell. I okay. was like, is this good or is this awkward? The first one, I, you couldn't quite see. But then the second one, I was really like, I paused it. And you're like, oh, this is everything like just matched up perfectly and it was just mm, yes i was nice. so happy for that nice. um also it was just like they immediately were just holding each other I and or saying that they're never i'm never gonna let you go i'm never and it was like so cute and i was like i believe in this process and now they're off to the vacation in mexico and the crazy thing is that they got engaged what day six day five I don't know yeah, what day it day was. Five. So, I mean, they have 10 days, but they decided to just cut it short. And they're like, let's head to Mexico. They knew Woo. it. They knew. And I okay. believe that they knew. And yeah, it was just really cool like to see him. Then he right away got down on a knee and asked if she would still marry Damn. him. They're so sweet. And the music, I like, 
I was covered in chills. I know. It was very sweet. And, and yeah. She, I just really like her. And and I thought it was interesting. She was like, I'm pretty vocal about our struggles as black people. Mm-hmm. And I hope that everyone can see that just because with I'm, I'm with a white guy is not going to like change how... I feel about things and I'm like, ooh, let's hear more. I know. I'm curious, especially because it said that her job, she's a content creator. So part of me wonders, is she already maybe has a platform on Instagram? Maybe she's vocal. Well, I would love to have her on even just to talk about that. I know. I know. I don't want to look it up because I don't want to get spoiled. Yeah. But if she is like an influencer, I know that just the like there's a very low rate of black influencers females just in ratio in general and so i'd be really interested to even have her talk about that i know well my my brain right away thought okay content creator and if she's talking about having been very vocal i'm part of me all of a sudden thought oh my god has she like on instagram is she very vocal and now is there also that in the back of her mind like now all of a sudden she's going to go on the show and post and she's with a white guy and like how are people's reactions uh, going to be yeah. not just family and friends but like you know yeah social media community i mean maybe i'm totally off but um all of a sudden i was curious about that because that would seem like that's even like double pressure like not just friends and family but if you are you know uh super outspoken online yep then there's that feeling of pressure as well. Um, But I think that, yeah, I'm so, I'm so interested to see how that's like, how that dynamic is going to work out with the two of them. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm extremely happy for them. And I feel like, I feel like he, I could, I could be, you know, just assuming, but I feel like he is going to do a good job handling this as she processes it. I think so, too. Because he seems very, like, again, you know, he's thoughtful. He I think seems... they're going to be, like, one of those couples that's just soaring through the whole I season, sure like, so. without a hitch. It's going to be too painful for me if they're not. I think there's going to be two that are like that. I think it's going to be Kenny and Kelly. Okay. And I think it's going to be Lauren and Cameron. I think so And I too. sort of have a mini spoiler because my mom, I think she said, I can't quite remember, but I think she said, like, there's two couples that you just, like, know from the start. Okay, okay. So I'm wondering if it's I, them. I'm not 100% sure about Kenny and Kelly. No? I, I'm I'm just praying it's true because we'll get into that, yeah. but I adore them. Um, but okay, before we dive into the next yes. portion, let's take a quick pause. Okay, if there's one thing I think pretty much everyone can agree they need to be better at, it's drinking water. I've always had the best intentions at the start of the day, but before I know it, it's 5 p.m. and I've had eight ounces of water and 75 ounces of coffee, if I'm lucky. Um, I think most of the broads have heard me talk about my struggle with drinking water, and now it is more important than ever to keep up our immune systems, and water is so vital to that. So thank God, thank God, my Hydrate Spark water bottle has made hitting my water intake for the day so much easier. I'm obsessed. This is a smart water bottle. Yes, smart, like a Fitbit but water bottle style. Uh, The setup is so simple. You just need a few spare minutes to get started. Just sync your Hydrate Spark smart water bottle to your free mobile app. Enter in a few details like your age, your gender, your height, and Hydrate Spark's mobile app will automatically calculate an optimal hydration level specifically for you. Like, it's just for you. So my hydrate level is going to be different than yours because we're different people. And Hydrate Spark knows that. It's magnificent. They tell you exactly what you need. And once you set up, the app sends glowing reminders to your Hydrate Spark water bottle and text notifications to your phone whenever you need to drink more water. If this sounds confusing, I assure you it is not. 
the bottle has a small sensor inside that sends little reminders either via the glow light in the bottle, which is oh so cool, or text to your phone when you need to drink some more. So your water bottle glows and texts you, reminding you to drink more water. There's nothing cooler than this. This is 2020 broads. Has it been rough? Yes. Does Hydrate Spark make it better and more hydrated? For sure. And it doesn't hurt that the bottles are so cute. There's six fun colors to choose from. It's a water bottle that you actually want to carry around, so you're more inclined to use it. And hey, sustainability. So good. So get a Hydrate Spark 3 smart water bottle, which is the one that I have and I love it. Get it for yourself today. Uh, you'll even get $10 off your first order by going to hydratespark.com slash chatty. Hydrate is spelled with an I. That's H-I-D-R-A-T-E-S-P-A-R-K.com slash chatty. Do not wait. You will love this. I promise. It's hydratespark.com slash chatty for $10 off. Okay, I hope I don't sound like a brat for saying this, but I really did not give my mom enough credit when I was growing up. I mean, this applies to a lot of things, but specifically, I didn't give her enough credit for making healthy, delicious, and creative dinners every single night. That's really hard. Even if you're the world's greatest cook, it's easy to run out of ideas. And if you're nodding right along with me, America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh, is here to help you get out of that recipe rut. HelloFresh offers more than 22 seasonal chef-curated recipes each week, and there's something for every dietary preference. I'm talking vegetarian, family-friendly, much more. The process is so easy. The meal kits are delivered in pre-portioned ingredients, which means less prep and less food waste. And in 20 to 30 minutes, you have a completed meal, delicious, ready to eat, And with everything going on right now, a service like HelloFresh is even more valuable than ever. You don't have to go to an empty grocery store. You can have good food delivered straight to you. Uh, The other week we made this garden spinach uh, ricotta ravioli. Oh my God. It was so good. Like so good. I needed seconds. I need to order this again. Um, And it was super easy. It took maybe 25 minutes to make. And that's less time than I would have actually taken me to shop for the ingredients. And because the plans are super flexible, I occasionally can throw in some of their dessert options as a treat for the family. Okay, mostly me. I have a sweet tooth. But they're amazing. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Broads10 and use code Broads10 for 10 Free meals, including free shipping. That's an insane deal that you do not want to miss. You'll get 10 free meals, including free shipping. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash Broads10. That's the number 10. And use our code Broads10 to redeem. And 10 meals for free, even if you decide this isn't for you. This is such a great tool that you can use to send to your grandparents or anyone in your life that may be susceptible right now. This is an incredible gift. So... HelloFresh.com slash Broads10. Use code Broads10 to redeem. Okay, next. Next, yes. Next we have... um, Well, we see a little blip from Carlton, but then mainly then we're diving into Damien and Giannina. Yeah, Carlton makes the comment that he, before he came into the situation, that he's only been with supermodels and beauty queens. And I'm feeling, especially now in this episode, it's very very apparent that he does put on this like 
major oh, suit of there's armor. A, there's a huge shift and yeah. And you see then this huge shift in this episode, but like definitely from the episode from episode one and now starting in the second episode, you're like, oh, this is just how you this is your guard because you're trying to protect yourself because you're nervous about getting hurt. I saw through him from the start. You truly did. <laughs> I was like, what a facade this guy did. is. What a joke. In the first episode, I didn't necessarily like halfway through. I was like, OK, but the, I, I, I did feel a little bit like he I'm like, oh, maybe he is just kind of this like guy who's, you know, thinks that he's like hot shit and he's only with like you know the hottest girls and is flexing constantly about that but now after some of these comments super insecure yeah yeah um all right so giannina looks exactly like kate upton talk about celebrity look like she does look like kate upton that's who it is it was driving me i was holding up a photo and like she looks she even has like a little beauty mark like in almost the same spot she looks exactly like kate upton yes you're totally right you're totally right well before we actually see damien and giannina together i do have to say we see the guys talking and we see a guy saying, um, hey, whatever woman ends up with you, Damien, is going to be a lucky lady. And Damien is giving one of the guys a massage. And he's just like, all right, that's it for me, guys. And you're like, oh, so he's literally now they're having him give massages. <laughs> Damien's the massage guy. And we all know the massage guy, right? Yeah. We know the yeah. massage guy. <laughs> love, camp, him. love him. Love him. Love him. Um, so, yeah. So Damien and Giannina. Yes, yeah, she looks exactly and she's from Venezuela, but her name, wait, where is the full name that she says is later? Giannina Milady, like Gibaldi or something? Gibelli? Gibelli? Where, where I wrote it down somewhere, but it is like Giannina Milady Gibelli. And I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> isn't that like Italian? I'm so confused. Well, maybe I don't know well, shit then, about Venezuelan then, names, but. Well, then Damien later it was then like, I would love to hear your full name again. <laughs> Giannina Milady like, Gibelli. Re- need to be reminded. But what? That's I don't know. Giannina Gibelli? That's fucking Italian if I've ever heard of it. Yeah, I don't know Venezuelan names Me well. Either, so maybe that's, I but don't know. Giannina Gibelli. That just. I know. I dig Mama it. Mamma mia. <laughs> I dig it. Well, we see the two of them together. I mean, immediately we can They're tell. like super crush vibes. They're super like, crush. Damien is a total goofball. They were just saying a whole lot of nothing in this conversation. I was like, okay, we get it. You guys are they have a crush on each other. They have a major crush. He's talking about that he's got all the butterflies. And he's like, get out, little guys. <laughs> I think he's really sweet. He's sweet. I think he's too simple for her. I do not think that they are going to work. I don't either. And I... It's just a vibe. It's I don't just think there's anything else. No. Like, I think he's too simple. And I think she's... A little more not. I don't know how to put it into words. Yeah, I can't quite figure out why I feel the way I feel. But I just, I feel like when they, I don't want to, I do know. Part of the See, no, 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 but, episode three. No, 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 but, no, no. But, but I, but I don't know okay, anything. Okay, okay, I don't okay, know okay. anything. There's okay. still nothing. It's just, I, there's just this, it's a feeling that you're like, something just isn't going to, isn't going to work. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And I think, is it her or him, do you think? Because I was trying to play, I was, as I was watching this, I was trying to decide with each couple, like, who I thought the ball, what, I whose think court it's gonna the ball be, was I in. I think it's going to be mutual. Because I okay. feel like 
he maybe wants something and she's maybe not going to be that. And I think she maybe wants something and he's not going to be yeah. that. Um, I, I think that he, I think they think that the other person's different on the other side of the wall. And I don't necessarily mean physically. I mean, like, I bet he gets a more like sweet vibe from her. And I think maybe she'll be more dramatic. I, I totally, I, what I can see happening is him kind of being like, like what's going on? Like, why, why are you feeling what I thought the, and I think he's going to get overwhelmed and then be like, I can't handle this. I think so too. And I think too, she's going to be, not expecting him to maybe be quite as like goofy as he is and uh, kind of more like, I don't know. He's got a little, he has a little bit of like an awkwardness to him. You know what I mean? Like he's super sweet, but he does seem, I mean, especially later on when we do see the proposal at the end of this, he's like a kind of a, like a little bit of an awkward guy, I think. Yeah. Maybe she's expecting one who, somebody who's going to be a little bit more like, yeah. Firm and like masculine. Yeah, I think maybe. I don't know though. I don't know. Not that he's not masculine, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I'm, I follow you. So then Carlton and Diamond. Yes. Also, before Carlton and Diamond, what's with the close ups that they do on the faces when they're walking? Like, have you noticed this? They'll be walking down the hall and all of a sudden the camera will like get literal centimeters <laughs> away from their, their face. Is showing. And every person always doesn't have like a super great facial expression. They're like in the middle of walking and they're like, because it's in slow motion. It's so weird. The choice that they made. And I would, if I was one of those people, I'd be so pissed off. I'd be I, like, why? I have noticed some of the lighting and camera angle choices are like not the most flattering. St- it's strange. I've noticed that. <laughs> like, why are you? It's like some of the girls, I'm like, why do we have this weird like overhead lighting? Well, like- then they'll like, they'll like shoot up. Yes. Like when the girl's standing above the couch, it'll like shoot up at her. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. I also don't understand. Are there like three are there cameras? Are they alone in the pods? Is there a camera? Is there a camera person in the pod with them? Because that's very snug. Oh, because it feels like there's there's cameras everywhere. Like they're getting shots and angles from like every every which way. So if there's know. not a camera person in there, they have like a hundred cameras in each pod. I don't know. Um, that would definitely change the dynamic, though. If I'm in this tiny pod and there's a camera in my face, like <sighs> or another human being. I'd be like, am I falling in love with his smell or the cameraman's smell? You do get kind of, you do get used to it pretty fast. Because even on The Bachelor, when you're having a conversation with someone, the camera is like right there. Like like, the camera guy's like right here. And you just kind of get, the the producers would call it moving furniture. And you just kind of like get used to it. Okay. So I don't know. Though. The pod just seems so small that it's just be like, there's like four camera guys in there. We can't, can't move at all. I'm really curious about that, actually. Well, Carlton to me does seem more calm and confident than he did at the beginning. As yes. he's saying that he's fallen in love with Diamond. Yes, I did. I did notice that the the tone had definitely changed with him. It seems like. Maybe through Carlton and Diamond's conversation, he feels really safe with her. Like, that's what he kept. So maybe feeling safe and like that safety from someone is making him feel more confident and he's opening up more. Yeah. Because we definitely didn't have that same energy of kind of like, I'm the man. I get the girls. You know, what are you going to? Why do you want to be with me type energy? It felt very much more mutual. And he seemed super assured and uh, of 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 
wanting to propose to her. Yeah. And I was actually surprised at how sweet I thought it was. It was really sweet. And he did it quickly, too. Yeah. Like, they were the, they're the yes. second couple to get engaged. Yes. I think on day six. I think so, too. Uh, and she, it was really sweet. I she know. talked about her dad passing and how she'd seen the ladybug when she woke up that morning and reminded her of her dad. Um it got super emotional. It was super emotional. I'm like, I didn't think uh, from the episode the day before, I did not think I was going to be feeling this way. I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about him. I really like her, but I don't know. It was really lovely. I mean, he was saying no matter what I... And, and yes, like you're saying, he feels safe because he's saying no matter what I tell you, you'll accept me and mm-hmm. I won't have to hide. Uh, I've experienced rejection and I'm scared to lose this. My whole life I've been craving acceptance. I was just like, oh. Oh, oh no, it was it was daggers. <sighs> daggers. So I want to know what you think. And I know that this is going to be way more the topic of the conversation. Yeah. No, I just know it's going to come out. What do you think about him? You know, obviously what's on the forefront of his mind. And we see it later when they meet, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what's on the forefront of his mind is his bisexuality. <sighs> yeah. I are you, you know what? Let's save this for when they meet because he kind of talks more about it. Okay, actually. okay, okay. So let's wait till we get there. Uh, but first, Kelly and Kenny, who are introduced to us for the first time, which I am just thrilled to bits that we're being introduced to them because immediately I'm in love with both. Well, of them. Kelly's 33 and Kenny's 27, but I would believe if they said Kenny was 40. Not that he looks old, but he does not look like a 27. No, I immediately paused it and like re- I was rewinding to look at the age. I was like. I don't think he's 27. Also, his energy is not 27. That's what I'm saying. He's got this like this like he's very handsome. He's very handsome. And he's got this major daddy energy. And he has a very sexy voice. And I'm very into him. (laughs) (laughs) But Evan and I were actually watching it. Evan is like crushing hard on Kelly. And I have a major crush on Kenny. And we're both like, all right, I guess we're just going to leave each other. But I she was just. She was so sweet. She right away was talking about how I know about how she needs to lose more. Feels like she needs to lose like, more You're weight. Perfect. Like, Girl, stop. No. Like Which, I just wanted to give her. Then all you the get smooches. the vibe when they meet, and it's just so sweet. I know she. She is just like this little ray of sunshine, just smiley. And when they had their conversation, it was. And I know that we're seeing them for the first time a few days in, but it felt really like it felt very emotionally elevated right away. Like they were the type who maybe day one started to open up about certain things. Although I was cracking up because they are talking about their favorite childhood book. I mean, I love you forever. And they were just both like, wow, you know that book. Like, I'm like, doesn't this everybody is like <laughs> the number one bestseller. I think they've sold like a billion copies in 27 different languages. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I have three in ember's room because everyone bought me that book for her which i love the book makes me cry saying goodnight moon is and you're like what What? you read goodnight moon when you were a kid too stop wait stop it this is so weird you've seen the little mermaid that is so weird i can't hang this is meant to be i know i I was just just gotta like cracking up about that um but definitely everyone's read that book at least a hundred times if anything it would be the opposite if you said you hadn't ever heard of it the person would be like what the hell you've never read that funny he's like this book about a mother and her son and she's just like she's like save me too she's like i'm not a son but yes (laughs) well we though we though then hear that the reason that like 
he he gets really emotional about that book is he read it recently. Yeah. And he said that it brought up some feelings for him that he's been reflective he's been about. Feeling very alone. And she was like, I've been feeling very alone I'm too. Like, oh my God. And he's alone in his new job. She's feeling alone for whatever reason. And then we hear her saying that she's wanted a best friend for a while. I'm crying. I'm like, I'm already like just 20 minutes into this episode and I've cried like four times. They also and you see it when they meet too. They look like a couple already. Like they just look Yes. And I really wonder if casting was sort of casting couples. You know what? It, it ha- seems it feels like that. that way. I mean, maybe not, but and maybe the process is just that good. But <laughs> I can't believe that they weren't casting couples because everyone, or at least a lot of people, are just connecting so deeply right away. And it also seems like there's what, like eight, six to eight people? On each side, eight people, yeah. eight men and women. And I don't, I'm curious if they've actually even all met each other. Or if casting has only Allowed. had three to four people that you interact I with. I don't know. I don't know That's either. But it question. definitely seems like there's some casting going I feel like on there here. There has to be. These couples are, it's just working too, too well, too quickly. Yes. I just, like not- Kenny and Kelly in particular, I was like, they literally, they, they look, just they belong together it just they, makes sense they do and 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 they're they remind me by the way of like uh amber and barnett where i'm like oh they'd meet in real life like they would they look both look like they like hang out at the same bar barnett looks like he like hangs out at hennessy's and amber's gonna like be drinking there every <laughs> single night and they make out one night and then they realize uh-huh. they love each other speaking of which uh-huh because that's of pretty much what's going on next is amber which. talking about claiming oh, him amber is flexing as hard <gasps> as she possibly can like she is literally telling jessica and elsie's in the background declaring that it's barnett or bust she's barnett or bust she's talking about when we're together we'll get a couple's massage she's she is literally she is peeing on her territory that's for sure she's and like, in the interview she's like they're gonna be at the wedding and they're gonna be my bridesmaids sucks to be them and i'm like oh my god God. I mean, I feel like her and Barnett are going to just do really well. They're they're really made for each other, honestly. Well, Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, okay. Jessica right away says, honestly. I could not with this girl. Honestly, Amber doesn't even like her talking about Barnett does not even phase me because uh, I know that Barnett and I have something special and it's like this it's little kind secret. of a secret between us my girlfriend I have something to tell you when a guy wants you to be kept a secret it's probably a problem <laughs> that's not a good sign it's not a great way to start the relationship oh you know okay, wait you know Cameron and Lauren you know you know Kenny and Kelly you know Carlton and Diamond you know all these people who are declaring their love but Barnett wants to keep you a secret because it's sexy okay wait be straight with me did you watch episode two when you watched episode one no you didn't did no, you no you didn't because no. you told me because you called Jessica you really did. I gotta be real with you. I felt real damn good when you, I started to watch episode I was two like, and I was like, holy shit, Jessica. Like, real hard. I'm telling you, I I, I just, it was when you I saw really her picked up and on it was one. Jan from The Office. That was the energy I got. And I was like, she is the type of girl who, or seems like, you know, maybe she's going to have her assistant and they're kind of sexy, sexy together. But then she's got her guy who's the right one, but he's a little bit, you know, not quite as 
frat boy but then on top of everything when i got jan from the office energy from kelly i or um, excuse me from jessica i so i noticed in episode two she's a regional manager and it made me laugh really hard <laughs> you're like, right. Come on. it's perfect Too good. it's perfect um yeah, you just really so so yeah. She says kind of a secret, and then this is just hilarious to me because Elsie then thinks that they have something too. I live for these these sequences of Barnett with the three ladies. That's what I'm saying. Barnett's saying I think to Elsie whenever I propose. You see him saying that, and then it cuts to Amber. You saying like I'm gonna propose whatever and then it gets to Jess and then he goes but I think Jessica is my number one and I'm like this guy thinks he's on the bachelor yeah <laughs> like he really thinks he's the bachelor Barnett. right now <laughs> it's the wrong show Barn- <laughs> my guy oh this is he not- totally oh and he's so that he definitely would has auditioned for the bachelor before 100 percent. he's auditioned for well, the show and he gen this is the thing he's he to me is just so emotionally stunted and we yeah. see it more in the episode yep. where he genuinely is kind of getting himself into this mess without even really like thinking about what he's doing now i i want to use this phrasing carefully but i did like i felt for him not he definitely dug his own grave on this one. But later in the episode, when you see that he really is like, I do this. I do this all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's kind of it, not quite conscious of what he's doing yes, while he's, he's doing he it. He definitely seems he has like a self-awareness. Like, like talk space would be a good call. Like, let's work <laughs> through some of these issues emotionally. Yes, relationally. He has some self-awareness he growth to do. Clearly does have a therapist in the building because God knows Rory <laughs> We'll stop 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 i can't we can't we can't we, you, we won't yet but i'm just gonna let let you all know right now rory is my favorite person in this show i'm like who okay no no we we no okay. so <laughs> so when he's talking to elsie by the way and talking about their marriage and all this at one point he goes okay so whenever i propose of course um what do you think about a non-diamond ring i'm like red flag <laughs> like <laughs> asking you already about not giving you diamonds he's just kind of like I'm red flag of, what, what, what do you think about me giving you like my class ring he's Thoughts? cutting corners <laughs> he's cutting corners he's being cheap run this is not a good sign you know what <laughs> biggest red flag i've seen so far <laughs> all about the rubies the the emeralds the sapphires but like not a great place to start because if i know barnett it is his class ring you know he's what? giving you his class ring to propose okay that's what's going to his happen letterman's yes. jacket yes i mean i know diamonds are unethical but get me some fucking twenty thousand dollar vintage diamond and put that in a ring for me okay okay, okay. no excuses <laughs> no excuses here Ugh. sir also i'm pretty sure the show provides diamonds for you so come on i mean i'm sure it's no neil lane I, they could never wait what are the rings they're proposing with why the fuck aren't we seeing them we're seeing them like very like just a quick little glimpse what of them brand? from far I'm away not okay I, it looks I'm I'm getting that we're not they're not actually diamonds. Maybe they're Swarovski, <sighs> their costume jewelry. That's my guess. Bullshit. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> they're like, this is season one, guys. You're gonna have to cough up your own ring yes. if you want something legit. <laughs> so okay? sorry. We don't have the budget quite yet, but now that it's the number one show For next real. season, Neil Lane will be coming in toting. I'm also seeing that with the 
probably the quarantine. It's been bumping up on trending on Netflix every day. Like I thought it was number six in the nation. Yesterday it was like number Everyone's three. Everyone's just like, what are we supposed Everyone, to watch? Everyone come watch our recaps. Listen, tune in, tell your friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell your mom. <laughs> tell your mama. Um, so that's also when we see that Barnett is talking about how freaking similar they are. Um, he's I'm like, like well, I don't... S- well, I don't, do you see it? I don't see it. No, I'm going to wait until we see more. I'm going to bring it, talk more about them, though, when there's more stuff with Elsie and Barnett, because I do see more of their chemistry than I did initially. And I'm kind of like, oh, I definitely get it. And I sort of kind of get the Barnett thing when I see a little bit more later in the episode. Are you talking about why all the girls like him? Yeah. OK. Are you falling in love with Barnett? Becca? Oh, no, <laughs> but I would maybe given certain circumstances and had he only shown certain sides of himself, I would maybe foolishly fuck him after meeting him at a bar. But for sure. No, for sure. That part, but would I more date like him? getting engaged to him. There's no way in hell. <laughs> okay. There's no way, but I do see him like Elsie and his chemistry. I see his chemistry with all three of them. Well, um, and I, I don't see his chemistry with Jessica. Really? I mean, Maybe it's not that I don't see it. I this episode, really get I, it. I don't feel like we saw it so much. But last episode, I feel like we did. They, I, they seem like they have this weird sexual tension. The two That's of them. what I don't get. I just don't see that. They just don't make sense to me. Okay. Like, just in general. Okay. I don't think. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, he's go- Ugh, he's re- okay. he's really cycling through cycling through all the peoples. That's for sure. Well, OK, so then we get to, it's so funny because we cut to Jessica talking to Diamond about him, which I was literally oh, alive. This for. had me dead because Diamond is like in the interview is like, what is it? I can't stand him. I was like, listen to the woman, people listen to the woman. She was like, we didn't have a great first interaction when he called me a stripper. Right. What the so, fuck? She's like, if you're going to ask my opinion of whether you should be with Mark or Barnett, I prefer Mark. I'm going to say Mark. <laughs> I think she said specifically, I prefer Mark, I which prefer- was so funny to me. Well, and then I liked it because she then threw it back at Jessica I like that she threw that comment in and goes I'm worried for Mark <laughs> because Jessica's sitting here like like she said she comes out day one and she's like Mark is everything we're falling in love blah 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 and then all of a yeah. sudden now she's like Barnett showed me the side of himself and he says he wants to get engaged to me and da 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 and Diamond's like slow Which, your roll um yeah what about Mark and then she says Jessica says I don't remember if it's in, yeah, no, it's in an interview. She's like, I have to follow my heart with Barnett. And I'm like, your heart is fucking stupid. And oh boy, did I have the last laugh with this one. <laughs> oh girl, this got so this got so wild and so good. Okay, before we talk about yeah. Mark and Jessica, yeah, yeah. let's take a quick pause. All right. Okay, broads, listen up. Seriously, are you listening? Because I have a secret for you. Bra shopping doesn't have to suck. I know. I know. It's shocking. When I found this out, I didn't believe it, but it's true. Uh, Third Love has totally flipped shopping for bras upside down. It has never been easier to do. And dare I say it's enjoyable? Yes, it is. Um, Third Love does bras 
differently. They believe that every boob deserves to feel comfortable and confident every day. No more awkward department store try-ons or trying to guess the correct size for you. Simply log on to thirdlove.com and take their Fit Finder quiz. The quiz takes less than 60 seconds and will help determine your correct size, which, by the way, they have 80 size options to choose from. So inclusive sizing and half cup sizes, not the five bra size option. Uh, We sure Hope your uh, pair of breasts can fit into one of these few sizes BS. No, no, no. 80 sizes. Incredible. They will show you a few recommended based on lifestyle and fit, and then you're off. Uh, when I got my first third love order, I could tell right away the quality was next level. The bras are so comfortable, super lightweight, and mold to your shape. Everything you could ask for in a bra, but if you aren't happy with your purchase, you have 60 days to return for a full refund and third level donate your purchase to someone in need. Uh, this really is a purchase you can feel good about making in every sense of the word. Third love is the only, and I repeat this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. It is the only place where I will go and buy bras now. The only place. Because after I found my perfect size and the comfort of that bra, you best believe I am not going back, okay? It's too good. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 15% off today. Okay, so (sighs) by the way, I'm pretty sure we discussed this on the last episode. What, what? We saw this coming from a mile away. Oh, yeah. It was, the energy was so clear. Mark's the right choice. Barnett is the sexy, sexy, you know, frat boy choice. Yeah. And she's gonna go with the frat boy. But Mark definitely isn't the right choice for her either. I don't think so either. I don't think that they're gonna work either. And I feel bad because I think Mark is... I really like Mark a lot. I like I like the fact that he... I even actually kind of like the way he handled it. I thought the way he handled it was great. Yeah. Now, the wrap-up portion, the second half of it, I don't know, but I don't blame him. But I thought he handled it really well. He was super direct with her. Yeah, so let's get into it. Okay. She... Um, what do you mean the wrap-up portion? Is that from episode three? No. It's not? No, I'm saying when they talked again the second time. Oh, uh, Yeah. I don't really remember. Okay. Well, I guess I'll figure it out in my notes. Um, So he he said something that made me laugh. He was like, it's a breath of fresh air. Jessica wants to be with me for who I am, not what I look like, how I move or my body. I'm like, definitely he's in fitness. He is a fitness trainer. How you move. You mean how you move in the world? Like the choices you make? See, that's the thing. She's all into working out. He's a fitness trainer. I know. Like They both like the Cubs. They love Italian sausage. Italian beef. (laughs) Italian beef. Oh my God. I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) Don't want to get that one wrong. Um, (laughs) She starts it out pretty quickly. We're just like, this sucks. I don't want to break anyone's heart. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. And he's just right away like, uh, what? And if we recall from uh, episode one, she basically told Barnett, you tell me what you need me to do and I'll do it. So we knew she was going to come in and end this with Mark. And. Oh, I know. That was so pathetic. 
Sorry, it's it was just so no, it was pathetic. so it was so brutal. Of and like, you want me to cut it off tomorrow? I'll do it. You told I'm me like, what to wow, do. the ball is really <laughs> in his court then. <laughs> and and then we we knew because the ball was really in his court that he wasn't going to stick with her. I surprise, know. surprise. I know. You always want what you can't have. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> Jessica then starts doing this whole thing of like. I just don't want to get hurt. Um, obviously, I've been into you since like day one, but I didn't want to pursue. But I uh, would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't pursue other relationships. And he's like, that's fine <laughs> that you want to pursue different relationships. But yesterday, you were certain that it was me and you. And it just cracks me up because one of his responses, he goes, well, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> I'm just like, amen, brother. I feel you. I feel the exact same thing. And like... Her then saying, he, oh, he then asks, if you're feeling like passion towards someone else, like tell me. And then she's like, I'm going to be honest with you. You're 10 years younger than me and it's crazy. And I'm like, okay. That's, the that's not what's you're happening. Use? Because okay. Barnett's seven like years 50, younger. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, I guess you're right. That's not seven to 10. That's not that also, Barnett's like 15 years younger than her emotionally. Yes. Like, if he you're sitting, is still in college. Like, with his emotions. Exactly. If you're sitting in a conversation with the two of them, though technically one is three years older. One's, That's a bullshit excuse. One sounds way older than the other one. And she's also using this terminology where she's like, I've made other connections that I want to explore. And well, she also said other connections that might plug into her life better. Okay, how? And I'm just like, well, but, but like, minus the age thing, you have way more in common with Mark than you do with Barnett. Yeah. So this is all just the load. She's like, my friends and family are already used to me dating douchebags. <laughs> so <laughs> it just makes more sense I with mean, Barnett. Oh my God. <laughs> Completely accurate. <laughs> They're going to be totally thrown off of him with a nice guy. What? No one's going to know what to do with Ew. you. <laughs> well, and then he says, it feels like I'm an option. Mm. Um, and she's just like, God, no. <laughs> It was just very, it was very strange. And then he makes it very known. He's like, if I am walking out of here, I'm walking out alone or I'm with you. I know. He was like, damn, it's you. Yeah, it's you or nothing. And I love that. I love a decisive, I love a decisive Mark, you know. And he was out. And he was out. Pretty quick. She's breaking down. He's like, absolutely not. I'm not standing for this. Um, And then he, you see him talking to uh, Carlton yeah. and he's just like, he's heated. If you're are you if you're weighing options right now I'm not a fucking option. <laughs> and I love what he said. He said, "I don't need my partner um age difference or not to expect me to be 34 years old. I'm 24. That's who I am." I was like, "Damn, Mark. With the lines." That's pre- I wish I had said something like that on That would have been the a bachelor. <laughs> yes. That would have been a Oh, well, excellent line. I'll save that. Maybe he watched your season and he's been prepping. <laughs> Mark turns out Mark's a huge fan. Of Granted, yours. you know, if I'm 34 and I'm talking, I'm also not Jessica though. The, I, personally, I tend, you know, I like my zaddies. I like an older man. I'm not going to be probably talking to a guy who's 24 no. personally. But no. she knew day one that he was 24. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not like he wasn't that's honest true. with her. So he told her right away. And she's the one who decided to, you know, be like, yes, I think you're the one that I want to leave here with. And they're having this, you know. I mean, I don't really date 24 year olds and I'm 24. Granted, I'm with someone, but and it is, and LA is a little different, but 
So I do understand that concern, but like you're saying, that's all that shit's already been established. Yeah. And like, and it's, and she's not saying like, you're a little too immature for me. You're too young for me. She's just like the age gap. It's weird. And again, Barnett is only three years older. Know, it's still a seven year age gap. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I sound like stupid saying this, but I don't feel like 10 between 10 and seven years isn't that much of a difference. No, that's like this. That was the whole debate on my season two, where I was like, this girl's, I'm 22, this girl's 25. What's the big fucking difference between 22 and 25? Yeah, I don't. I don't see a huge one. No, I don't either. But, you know, maybe maybe we're silly billies. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're just wrong. Well, Carlton and Diamond meeting now. Yes. Yeah, now they meet. And we hear Carlton is saying that, you know, he's nervous because a lot of people... Um, are misjudged if they're fluid and yeah. he's he's processing through that yeah um so do you want to chat about now what you were wanting let's talk, to talk about, about them meeting real quick so because she <laughs> it was so cute because when they first see each other he runs to her she's like i can't run in this dress or these heels <laughs> she's like do you That's see how sexy happening. this dress is i, can't I am know. zipped up tight i needed three hands on deck for this one her boobs were looking just snatched the gods they were gorgeous and they I for a moment I couldn't tell if they were into each other physically or not. Yeah. There was kind of a pause and they kinda of like hugged and then they kind of walked around each other and examined. I the think other. he is super into her. I think the ball is going to be in her court in the relationship. Okay, interesting. Not only because of the bisexuality reveal, but also just like she seems a little less into him than he's into her. I would agree with you after she saw him because she did yes. make that comment and she's like, I love guys with bald heads and I think I like the way he dressed. She threw the think in there. She didn't even say I like the way he dressed. She <laughs> I, was like, I think I like the way he that. dressed. I didn't catch that. And no, that's what I'm saying. After yeah. they met, I think that she's a little less into him than he's into her. I think I, he's like all in. I know. I think so too. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. I hadn't really like fully processed it, processed it like that, but. Yeah. Was there anything else of note about the meeting besides, you know, everything that he's processing? I don't think so. Okay. So let's chat about that because it's hard because I think that a lot of there's biphobia enough as it is in the gay community, but then like there's a lot of biphobia just with women dating men in general. Mm-hmm. And even like I was watching with Gray's mom and she was made some comment of like, oh, I'd be worried about him being bi or something. And I'm like, I, I hear people say that a lot. And I'm like, why? If you trust the person, like it shouldn't matter if they're attracted to twice as many people. Like you should just trust that they're not going to cheat on you. I, know. I was like, if Gray was bi, I wouldn't be like any more worried. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to trust that if we're in a monogamous relationship, you're not going to fuck anyone. I like, I know I don't get and, that. And I, when I, when I was watching the episode last night, Evan made a comment and at first I was like, no. And then I was thinking about, it, I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess maybe he, Evan right away was like, this would be a lot easier if she was bi. He's like, I think that it's going to be more of a thing like and I'm like, what, what, I'm like, well, what does that mean? And he was like, well, he's like, I feel like sometimes like men can kind of fetishize um, bisexual women. And yeah, be like that's hot. Yeah. Versus he's like, I don't know if it's so much goes the other way. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I did think that that was kind of I'm like, OK, you know, I maybe don't think more. Yeah, maybe a little bit lesser chance of there being friction but i still even think with bi i think 
there's a lot of oh no i think there's tons of biphobia even between even from by women when they're like i think that even a bi woman dating a bi man is going to be like well that's kind of a red flag not always but just like with attitudes i've heard from acquaintances and friends in passing it's a lot more socially acceptable to be a bi woman than it is a bi man and i think even bi women have internalized bi phobia about bi men no but that's what i'm saying yeah i'm saying he was when i first like was when we first were watching it and he made that comment he oh be easier if she was bisexual in this situation versus like him being the bisexual one because he was saying i think because by women have been fetishized too, that it's just going to be something that's, you know, maybe quote unquote more palatable for society versus yes, it being a bi man. I thought he was saying it would be easier if she was also bi. No, 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 no. Oh yeah. No way. Fucking easier. Yeah. Yeah. Way easier. Yeah. Way (laughs) easier. 100%. Yeah. Just because, Imagine on Bachelor in Paradise if it wasn't Demi being by it was um who was she why can't I think of his name? Derek. It was Derek being by. Way different yeah. reaction from the public. Uh, yeah. Way different reaction from people there in Paradise. Half the dudes would be like, Don't get in the hot tub with Derek. He's gonna try to hit on you. Oh, yeah. Like not outwardly, but there's a lot of attitudes like that that yeah. people have about by men. Yes, I agree. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So it is so interesting that they, I, I I love that Love is Blind did this. Me too. I love that. I, I mean, this is, I, I, has this ever happened before? All I'm thinking about is like any other show that's like, oh, there's um someone who is bisexual. All I can think about is it being a woman. I, yeah, even on like, you know, oxygen shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever really seen representation yeah. of a bi man. Now granted, I don't want, watch every reality no, tv me show neither. but I, I i can't think of it I no me neither i think this is a big deal and mm-hmm. i think it's really awesome yeah uh but i don't think there's anything wrong with not telling someone mm-hmm. but it's a pretty big detail to leave out before you get engaged to someone now this is my thought i don't necessarily think like he sh- I, just, I don't I I don't think that he owes it to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say if I was getting engaged to somebody, I would want to know. Um but again, this this situation no, is it's so is so different. Like it's not like, oh, we've been together for however many years and you never mentioned that and then we got engaged. Like this has been five, six days. I think the harder, the, 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 the bigger problem I have with him not bringing it up is that it's so clearly such a big thing for him Yeah, that he really wants to get out there. And for that reason, because of how big it's been in Mm -hmm. his life and how much he's had to process and how he's so concerned with people accepting him for Mm -hmm. it. I think it probably would make sense to talk about it since it's so big for him right yeah. now before getting engaged. Yes. Do you see what I'm e- saying? E- it's not just yeah. like, oh, it's I not also, just the actual, I'm also into guys. And I'm like, yeah, I'll bring that up later. It's, it's more like, like this is going to be a thing that's going to be a roadblock in their relationship because he won't be able to fully relax into their relationship. Knowing it's very weighty that, for him. Yeah, it, yeah. No, no, that's definitely a good point. 
And yeah. not only because there's more biophobia towards men towards than women, but like, you know, I can see a woman who's bi maybe not saying it outright and then later being like, oh, yeah. And I'm also interested in women and just being more comfortable in herself that way. Yeah. I just think because it's such a big deal with him that it's probably something he should have talked about before getting engaged because he also wants to make sure that the person will accept him for that. And he's sort of already decided that she's going to without giving her the opportunity to know. Yes, I'll say this. I think I completely agree with you. I think it would be it would have been a lot easier for him moving forward if he would have said something in the pod especially to now i don't know if this sounds weird but saying it to a piece of glass versus looking in Mm, someone's face that's true might feel a little more like i would think i would have more courage not actually looking in someone's eyes and like being kind of in my own space i think that's maybe why they were able to like people are crying and open up opening up really easily Um, And I think it would have been easier for their relationship for sure. Um, But I also think if she does get angry at him because of this, then that's not justified because I don't think he owes that. But I I can see her being thrown off because she was like, hey, I feel like we both were opening up and I, 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 you know. You know, there's two sides of it because because one, I don't think that obviously because of his own experiences, he doesn't feel comfortable just being like, one of the first things like, hi, I'm Carlton. I'm by from here and there. Like, I get that he wants to save it for someone who's of safe. Of course. But I think it might have been best to just give her the opportunity to know and be like, I have something that I really want to share with you. That's mm-hmm. very like intimate and difficult for me to admit. And I really want to get this out before we make a commitment to marry each other. Yeah. And just giving her that opportunity. Yeah. And. You know, I, I I don't have any issue at all dating a man who's bi. I I really don't at all. I would be I would be thrown off if someone waited till after we got engaged and we're spending like a week in Mexico together no, to then tell I, me. And I, I would be, and I'd be upset about I would be, it. Yeah, I'd be thrown off too. But again, like maybe in real time. But this process <sighs> is so fast. But like I just, I, I still think though you're still making that commitment to like move forward and i I would be i would be pissed off if someone waited till after i said yes to getting because because of their conversation there is the vibe that they've both just been all out there with each other yeah and i think that they both think they're or she thinks they're on this mutual ground where they both poured their hearts out to each other especially when he continues to say like i feel like I I know that I can reveal all of myself to you and trust you with everything and I can be fully me. So she may feel a little bit like... So I'd just be like, why did... This is like a big part of who you are and I would feel a little angry that that wasn't brought up before we made the commitment to... I mean, I I know it's the process, but there's still... For one thing, he proposed to her on day six. So they still potentially had four days more of getting to talk in the pod and get to know each other. True. So it, there is that too. Um, I don't know. I would just be like, why wouldn't you tell me this before we are, are, are agreeing to get married? Yeah. Even if it is the show, I would be upset. Yeah. And I'd be like you, because he's afraid of being rejected. That's I know that's why he's holding off on telling her. Yeah, of course. But, and I know it's a completely different situation, but 
I still don't think it's fair to withhold information from someone because you're afraid of them leaving and you're going to wait until there's a less chance of them leaving to tell them. It's sort of like with the Maddie and Peter thing. Mm-hmm. Very different. Mm-hmm. Very different. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I understand Maddie was holding on because she was afraid of him letting go. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't really think that's fair to the other person. No, I hear where Yeah, I hear you. So that's just my issue with it. But I'm really interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm interested with her reaction. I don't think it's going to be good. I really don't think it's going to be good. I hope it goes fine. I mean, he had, we have that clip in the preview where he's like, but I she's saying I'm deceiving her, but I was, I've been, I was honest. I know. I always just go to editing though. Like, could he be talking about his mother? Maybe his mother's going to find out for the first time that he's bi. And that's true. That's you know what I mean? That's a really good point. So I'm like, okay, like maybe the family's, I, I don't a, know. That's a good maybe, point. maybe diamond's going to take it in great strides and then they're going to go meet the family and the family's like, you're what? And then freak out at him. So. And then maybe Diamond is his rock. I don't think so. Diamond is his rock. Yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I know, but I really hope so. Oh, it's tough. Lord. It's tough. Yeah, it is complicated. Well, back. I'm curious to know also, by the way, Broads, like what you think. I know. Me too. Me too. This is an open discussion. Let's chat. Okay. Um, well, back in the uh, male dorms, we have Rory, who is, like I said, my favorite character. Creepy looking guy. He is. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, is he some sort of like guardian angel, camp counselor, youth pastor, yoga instructor? Like, what is happening? He's I don't, a weird dude for sure. He is very strange. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's no way around it, Broads. I just <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> and he was talking to Barnett and he goes, you should be proud about the fact that so many girls like you. You are a catch, my brother. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. It was like, it was kind of to me like watching uh, like Gaston and LeFou, right? <laughs> like Barnett's this big bulky Gaston guy and then like Rory's behind him being like, you're so gorgeous. All the women fall all at your feet. And Rory's it's- like, it's also just hilarious to me because he's like, where are you at? Where are you at? Break it down for me. How did you feel yesterday with each, each of them? Where? Tell me. Well, and he's doing that with everybody. In the, I know. It is It is like such youth pastor energy. Like, hey, let's sit down. Let's have a chat. You want to get a coffee? Okay. Where are you at? Let's do life together. Let's do life together. Where's your Where's your, Where's your head at? Do you want to you go through a book together? Let's, let's chat. Let's figure this out. We're going to figure this out together. You're a great guy. She'd be lucky to have you. Let's talk. <laughs> I can't handle him. And I also was confused about what Barnett said. I probably should have rewound, but he was saying he can't get past having a good time with Jessica. So basically he was saying that uh, Rory asked him if like, what's his connection thing? And he said that he talks about the most serious things with Amber, but he shoots the shit too much with Jessica, which is surprising to me. I thought it would be, I the, thought opposite. It would be the opposite too, but apparently it's more top level with Jessica um, and then Rory was like, well, then, like, why was she your number one last time? Valid question, Rory. Sure. <laughs> Youth pastor making you think. Sure. And uh, Barnett says that it was just like a feeling in the moment. And then he starts to say, like, this is my problem. I do this. Oh, God. And then then he mentions that him and Elsie are probably too similar. So. 
We definitely have the energy that Amber is who he is leaning towards or that maybe who Rory is directing him towards. Now, I'm confused still about the structure of this show because we're now on day six or day seven. And at one point, someone in the pod is like, is that you? I hoped it was you. And I'm like, wait, how many people are they still talking to every day that we're not seeing? Now, all of a sudden, what I'm starting to process and what I'm really hoping happens is that while Rory is like, you know, talking to Barnett and then later to Damien, I'm wondering if Rory is trying to get to one of those girls. Interesting. I don't know. Because we haven't seen him at all talking to anyone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Who else are these people talking to? And there's a to? few women on the other side. Like, I know Lily May, we didn't see at all. We didn't see Ebony again at all. Um, there was another woman that we didn't... like. Is and it obviously, just, Rory's talking to three people each day. So, how many... Who are the other guys who, that these girls are, are talking we, are to? Are we going to continue to see people in the pod or no? Or is it just now like, okay, we're done. We just are using the people who are going to get... Probably move on and we're just not like going to see the other ones. Seems I like want to see the other conversations. Me too. Give us bonus episodes. I want to see that weird YouTube John guy. <laughs> I want to see that John guy. I want to see Rory <laughs> interacting in the pods with some of these women. That's oh, what I want. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know like how many hours. Well, Barnett gets in the pod with Jessica. Yes, he does. And, you know, he's like, I can't get, pa- I want, you know, can't get past the fun with Jessica. And right away he's like, truth or dare. <laughs> I don't he literally said, let's have fun. <laughs> like, you're not really listening hey, to Rory. Self-awareness. Okay. <laughs> self-awareness. This sent me. Sent me too. I was fucking dying. I could not believe. I'm like, am I, was- am I watching a mirror of what just happened with Jessica and Mark? <laughs> She's like, trip. It, and she's just fishing for validation of right course, now. Yes. Is it true you still feel the same way about me as last night? Silence. And then he says, uh, I don't know. <laughs> he literally and says, I goes, don't know. And she goes, wait, really? <laughs> wait, really? <laughs> wait, she's, really? She's, wait, really? <laughs> You told me, I, I told, and oh, she's, she's, she's spiraling. spiraling. It's like, I just ended this with Mark and I was like, definitely like, you know, I went into the, the, the pod with Mark and I was like, it's just not going to work. I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. I need to explore my options. Like you are 10 years younger than me. I have this secret work. relationship with Barnett. I have this so. secret relationship. Like he, we have this special thing. Like no one knows about it and it's better because it's secret. <laughs> <laughs> It means it's real because we don't need anyone else to know about it except us. In fact, he's he told me not to tell the other girls about him, but I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh my god! So she's like, "I'm not playing these games." Oh, and she like, she like she shuts down so fast. And <laughs> I should go. I don't fuck with people like you. And he's just like, "I'm just trying to figure things out," and I was just screaming and why did you say everything you said to me then she said you said you were ready to get engaged and his response he goes i like you i can't she's like well well then like what are you trying to figure out and he goes goes, my freaking heart man he calls her man which isn't a good sign (laughs) very bad very bad she looks so dumb this is (laughs) you guys this is the same exact conversation that she just had with mark 
They get in the pod and she goes, I don't think this is going to work. And Mark goes, wait, what are you trying to figure out? You just told me yesterday that you wanted to leave here with me. And she's like, I'm just trying to figure out my feelings. And then she goes in the pod with Barnett and the exact same things happens. The, and she's mad at Barnett. And I'm like, how are you not connecting the dots right now that you just did this exact thing to Mark? I could not believe. How is this happening? I could not believe. I couldn't believe well, it. Well, what I was actually surprised by is that Barnett reacted by like getting pretty upset and crying. I know. I was surprised too. And he actually, and he was the one who was like, I look like a fool. Like, I know. I was shocked. I, I do feel, and I think I said this in the episode yesterday, there's that party that wonders, is Barnett the fuck boy who we're going to be surprised by? Maybe. Am I going to continue to give him shit this entire season? Yes, for <laughs> sure. For sure, because he does things like brings out a ukulele. I can't help it, okay? I can't help I But I, I am wondering if we're going to see a little bit of a transition once he like makes his final choice. Yeah, because like like we were saying earlier, it seems like he's not quite conscious of what he's doing. And then he's like, fuck, I keep, like you said, I keep doing this. Yeah. And he, he needs, yeah, he, he needs therapy. He needs, he therapy. needs help. But at least he's not so far gone to the point where he's like... I didn't fucking say she, she, she took it too seriously. I didn't say. Yeah, I no, he to feels engage. bad. In fact, he we felt see, really bad. We see him crying quite a bit in this episode, which the process is breaking him, guys. <laughs> it's breaking him. The being the bachelor is really hard. It's really stressful. It is difficult. It is a difficult position to be in, but he is willingly taking it. He is taking. He should hit up Pete. He should be like, you know, man. I know we both know how this feels being in love with multiple women. God, I get it's hard, you. Man. Can I People borrow your mom you for shit. a second? <laughs> yeah, can I borrow your mom? I need so, some opinions. Oh, girl. Now, Jessica, messy, messy queen. Oh, Jessica. Jessica is clearly... Wait, should we pause before we talk about Jessica? Sure, sure. Let's pause for just one second. So if you've listened to Chatty Broads for a while or follow me on Instagram, you may know that I have a huge dog named Boris. Being that he's 200 pounds, he goes through so much food. I'm sure you can imagine. Um, I've always tried really hard to make sure that he gets the best food possible because he is our baby, our pride and joy, our firstborn. Um, but traditional dog food is full of preservatives, chemicals, and mystery meat that I don't even really like smelling, let alone feeding to a member of the family if I can help it, which is why we use Ollie. Ollie makes fresh meals for dogs with real ingredients that you know and understand. The formulas are created by vets and the ingredients are super transparent so you know exactly what your dog is eating. And Ollie's delivered 5 million meals for pups so far, which should speak for itself. But if you end up getting a meal that your dog doesn't like, it's no problem. Ollie has a money back guarantee. To get started, go to myollie.com and answer a few quick questions about your dog, and they'll customize recipes just for them, which I love. They ask and care about the age of your dog, how much exercise it normally gets, any underlying health issues. They don't just issue a small, medium, large plan. I, I love it so much. You can tell they just really care about making sure that your dog gets the best type of meal for its health that they can get it. Uh, the meal ship right to you in pre-portioned sizes so you know your dog is getting the perfect portion every time. Boris cannot get enough Ollie food. He scarfs it down so fast and we feel great knowing that he's getting the best food for his help and with for his health, excuse me. And with all the stress going on right now, he actually has been the light of our life. Um, so making sure that he stays healthy is important. And we are actually currently trying to foster a dog right now. So Ollie's going to be our hero. Um, and also, Ollie delivers straight to your door. So no unnecessary grocery store runs right now. 
Ollie is offering our listeners 50% off your first box. That's 50% off your first box at myolly.com slash try slash chatty. Go to myolly.com slash try slash chatty for 50% off. And that's spelt my as in M-Y-O-L-L-I-E dot com slash try slash chatty. And per usual, all these deals will be listed in our episode notes broad. So if you didn't catch that, you can go check that out and get that deal. Okay, so on another note, if you ask any mom you know what they think about motherhood, they will probably all say something along the lines of how amazing and rewarding and incredible the whole journey is. Um, And it is. But I would be totally lying if I stopped there and didn't also add in the fact that motherhood can be overwhelming and crazy and sometimes a little isolating. Well, you don't have to feel as isolated anymore because now you can join hosts Susan Yara and Sharzad Kiade on their new podcast, Fam for All Moms, as they dive into mom topics that are both hilarious and serious. Um, if as a mom you've ever felt it, thought it, or lived it, they've talked about it on the podcast. Um, not only are these ladies really funny, they're really real and really relatable. Nothing is off limits in their episodes. Um, I swear, sometimes my daughter Ember will get into a certain mood or do something wild, and I feel like freaking out and laughing and crying all at the same time because I am convinced I'm the only person in the world whose child has acted this way or done that thing before, but it's not the case, I promise. For All Moms has new episodes out every Wednesday, and if you've ever felt isolated or like you're going crazy navigating the world of motherhood, you've got to give them a listen and they will make you feel like you're not alone because you aren't, and thank God for that. Uh, Be sure to search for and subscribe to FAM, that's F-A-M, Fam for All Moms on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever your favorite podcast app is at. Okay. Speaking of messy, so Jessica. Jessica. Like we were saying. Uh, she clearly has thrown back a few glasses of vino before this happens. Oh, yeah. She is definitely getting very close to people it's, she is liddy off of the pinot noir she is so liddy she is so that girl in the bar that you don't know her and she's leaning and like her full body weight is up against you and you're like girl i want to support you as like another a female to a female but, but like i don't know you and me. i can't be there for you right now okay i need space space i'm she, the one who's like cut her off someone cut her so, off it's too much i'm gonna take that from you okay Oh, no, I get real aggro about people who are drunk like that, where I'm just like, you need to go home. Go home. You're drunk. I'm like, if you're my friend, I will hold your hair forever in the bathroom. But if I don't know you at a bar and you are like literally physically putting your body weight on me and like in my face with the wine, I, I get Anyone little... drunk like that, friend or not, if I'm not drunk like that, nightmare, nightmare, <laughs> nightmare. Get not. me out of that situation immediately. Well, she, and she, Jessica, and by the way, Jessica thinks what Jessica is doing is the smart move. And all of us are screaming at the TV going, hey, Jessica, Amber's not your friend. This isn't a girl gang that you guys are going to unite against Barnett. In fact, what you're doing is giving her fuel to know that her relationship with Barnett is the reason that he's breaking up. Oh, I don't think she's trying to girl gang. I think she's trying to be like, 
and now she's trying to trying to get in anyone's head who likes him and be like, yeah, break up with him. No, that's, He's what, a bad no, but that's guy. what I'm saying. She's trying to like have a girl like so all, let's dumb. all us girls unite and like we we hate Barnett. Fuck Barnett, right? Because she doesn't want anyone else to be yes, with him. Yes, yes. Okay. And she's like following Amber around with her huge glass of wine. <laughs> Massive. It looked like filled to the glasses. brim. It looked like one of those glasses that can, can hold the whole, whole bottle. bottle. I know. And she's so small too, so it looked even bigger. She's and she's like, all just like messy. Like he told me last night he wanted to propose to me. Fuck him. Do not let Barnett fuck with you. He's a fuck boy. Yeah, he's she's been, trying to really convince Amber. He's been telling me a lot of things. He told me he was going to propose to me last night. He doesn't even know what he wants. And Amber so literally is just like sounds tops to me. Sounds like Barnett's choosing me over you. Yeah. So this is so cringe to me, though, because Amber's then in the interview. And of course, Am- Amber's the kind of girl who goes like, I'm not a feminist. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not a feminist. Like, men have it just as fucking hard as we do. And women need to stop being such pussies. Oh, like, things have changed since the 1930s, sweetie. Amber just hits me as someone who is incredibly competitive. And again, it is important to remember, like, this is an ex-tank mechanic. This girl was in the army. This is a tough And like I said, she prides herself, too, though, of being, like, not like other girls. Yeah. Because then she's, like, she's defending Barnett. And she goes, which is even, like I said, Barnett's not even defending himself. He feels shitty that he said that that shit to Jessica. Meanwhile, Amber's like... Maybe she took it seriously when it was just an offhand. I'd marry you tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure Barnett didn't mean it when he said he was going to propose to her. Also, I'm like, do people say that offhanded? Is that like a thing that people That's what are I'm like saying? I'm thinking I, I like I would walk out of here and marry you tomorrow. Is that something that like everyone That's what I'm says? saying? She's like, as one of the guys, I get it. Sometimes you just <laughs> say offhand that you like want to marry someone. It's not that serious. And like chicks need to chill out. That was the energy she was giving me. Yeah. Meanwhile, like I said, even Barnett is like Barnett crying, feels bad. feeling yeah, horrible. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't. Oh my god. I can't. Well, you know, far be it from Jess to be single for too long. She she's in the same outfit, which means she is wine drunk, crawling back to Mark, crawling back to Mark. This is all, by the way. This let's remember day, this right? is the same day. So earlier in the day, she break basically breaks up with Mark. Says she needs to spread her wings and fly. Barnett breaks up with her, says, eh, I like you, not going to marry you tomorrow. And now she is drunk, being like, please take me back. Now, it wasn't even, it wasn't even like a straightforward conversation. She should have waited until the next day when she, <laughs> when she was, was sober, sober, first of all. And, be, and been like, hey, Mark, I... I'm really sorry. I feel like I was got caught up in Barnett and I know it's not fair to you to ask to keep talking because I did make you a second option, but I would love to keep having a conversation with you because I do really like you if she did. But instead she comes back and she's just like, I'm sorry. I'm I was so, so confused, confused, but I cut it off and I'm never seeing him. She again. also said it was him. It wasn't me. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And it was like, no, it to me, she made this conversation sound like to Mark 
that she was the one who cut it off. Which technically did she walk out? Yes. But Barnett via his like, I don't feel the same way I felt about you yesterday moment. Barnett cut it off, really. Yeah. Even though she technically said like, fuck you and walked out of the room. Oh, totally. But she made it sound to Mark like she was like, I was caught up in his wiles. And then I said, absolutely not. I'm out of here. It's cut off. It's cut off. It's totally cut off. Baby, I don't want to date anyone else. And I'm like, bitch, you just did. She kept calling him baby. And I was just literally like, if Barnett came to you right now and said that he was wrong and he does want to marry you, you would ditch Mark again. A hundred percent. You're embarrassing. It is so bad. And I'm just like, Mark, run for the hills. Like you deserve someone who just wants you like run for the hills and then he starts saying these things that i think he's gonna do that and he's yeah, like he's, i know my worth i'm not second fiddle i'm real and he's like having this kind of um hannah ann type speech yeah. you know he's declaring his his value but then all of a sudden we see him in an interview uh quote his mother and he says oh my gosh i know one of the things my mom always taught me was if you love something and if and you it let it go, back. it comes back. It was I'm like, always that's not for what, you. That's not. No, that's this. This is a different scenario. I'm like, also, I don't know if that's good advice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark's mom. But that if you means love that something, they found nothing better and then they came back yes, to you. Sometimes if I think I think maybe what your mom meant was like, don't hold on to things too tightly because sometimes when you hold on to things too tightly, you suffocate some something and then they'll run away. I think maybe that, but, but if I mean, you, uh, granted, so they didn't, I was, they, it didn't seem like they totally broke up after the first conversation. It sort of seemed like she was saying like, it's not just me and you. I'm keeping my options. Open. Yes. She didn't really like cut things off with Mark the first time. No, granted. but it seemed like Mark was pretty much like, Hey, if you're not just so you know, like I'm, this isn't a game to me. Like if you're not with me, I'm leaving. No, it didn't feel like they broke up. Right. But it definitely was like, I'm st- you know, exploring everything. Right. And I felt like then this conversation ended um, because then Mark starts going like, Jess is telling me what I've always wanted to hear, blah, blah, blah. But we don't get 100% clarity on whether Mark is for sure taking yeah. her back or not. But the way that he was talking about what his mom said and about that she's saying it and the way he ended it, it seems like he's going to welcome Jessica back yeah. in with open arms. Um, but we don't know 100%. And we, yeah. Totally. I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't even believe it. Like this turnaround in a 24 hour period. Fantastic television. I know. Fantastic. How embarrassing. <laughs> How so embarrassing. Brutal. She's such a mess. Well, you know, who's not a mess. Who's not a mess is Kelly and Kenny. Kelly and Kenny are. That proposal was so cute. They are so sweet. It just felt like. You know what it was? It was just it kind of reminded me actually of like Carlton's a little bit where it was kind of just like straightforward. It was like, I love you. You're the person I want to so be with. It was so cute though. He had her close her eyes and I he know. closed his eyes. I know. I am so into them. It was so cute. I'm so into them. It, I felt like I was watching two people's dream come true, which was also really yeah, cute. Yeah, they were. And then They've been she, waiting for someone like them to show up. And they're both crying and, and their energy together is just fantastic. They're both very like, w- they seem like, very warm people. That's what I'm saying. They're like, they just make sense. I can already see the house that they're living in yes. together. He is like warm and calm and she is like warm and calm, but also like bubbly. What does she do? Uh, I forget. She seems like a teacher. 
definitely has teacher energy. I don't know if that's what it said, but they, um, yeah, like you said, I, I could, same, I could totally see their home. They're like, they're a couple that I could imagine like, oh, our friends, I mean, obviously they're younger. He's younger than me. But when I was a kid, like friends of my parents who you'd go over to their house and you were always like, I feel like I babysat their kid. Yeah. Mr. And Mrs. Kenny love each other so much and they're so sweet and they're, they're always so warm Mm -hmm. when I come to their house and she has cookies and he's always so nice to me. And like, that's just the vibe. It's beautiful. Totally. Um, I believe in this process. (laughs) What? I want to see what she does. Love is blind. Kelly occupation. I just want to hug from her. I liked their, uh, I like the proposal. It was really sweet. It was sweet. Well, oh, she's a holistic health and empowerment coach. That makes sense go. too. That totally makes sense. Uh, and then they're going to meet in person soon, which I like that part. So exciting. So, so then we see Damien and Giannina um, and they have a really sweet conversation too. And yeah. He asked why she doesn't feel beautiful. I know. He's like, I, I don't understand. Like there's obviously something he's like, but you're, you're so, there's so many beautiful things about you. Like, why do you feel that way? And she talks about, um, she felt inadequate mm-hmm. and different and picked on. And it was yeah. difficult when she moved to America. And he then says that he got picked on a lot in school too. He said that I was tiny and small and quirky and weird. He was like preaching about loving who you are though. I know. You just have to, and if people don't accept you, then well, that's their loss. Damien, yeah. Damien seems like the type of guy who's really like done self work. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is, I guess I can see that playing out. Like we were talking about Mm -hmm. of, uh, of him kind of being like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's maybe going on Maybe that's what it is. Yes. Like he's maybe figured himself out more than maybe she has. And that energy together is going to be interesting. And he's processed through a lot of his own maybe like trauma and yeah. different shit. And he's like maybe mature in that way. And maybe when maybe she's not as much. Yes. that, that I could definitely see that for sure. Yeah. But he's he definitely seems like he's done a lot of self-work. and uh, Yeah. I just don't think. I'm going to be interested to see when they meet in person. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be attracted to him. I think that's going to be one of the issues. Yeah. Like you're saying with the kind of maybe awkward goof. This is what I think. I think that they're not going to work out. I think that if she was more patient and gave him more time Mm -hmm. and she maybe let go of some of her expectations. Yeah. Things would work out. Mm -hmm. But I think she's going to be a little impatient. She's going to be like, I'm not feeling the attraction as much as I thought I was. And she's going to be like, yeah, not into it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think. Well, um, the next day, Kelly and Kenny meet. And it's just everything I wanted. She wants to be. She says she wants to be pretty for him. <laughs> and, and he said from day one he knew she was the one. And we find out that they haven't shared any physical descriptions of each other, which means that I guess you can, if yeah, you want I guess to. So <laughs> that'd be my first. I'd sit down and be like, "I'm how five. tall are you?" <laughs> I just fully lie about everything. Um, I am five ten. <laughs> I 110 pounds. 110 pounds. I have um, blonde hair down to my feet. Um, I have a uh, a double F breast size. Uh, <laughs> fully 24 inch waist snatched. Do you know Evan and I were talking? I on this show, I feel like <laughs> this sounds so weird to say about myself, but I feel like I would be a controversial character because you would catfish people in a way. <laughs> no, I wouldn't intentionally. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like all of our audience always says they expect me to look I know, a certain that's what way. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like not intentionally, but people would be like, whoa. I think that a guy would be talking to me and he would think that I was this like maybe like petite blonde girl and have this definite image of me in my head in his head and then when he'd see me i think that i would like mess up a lot of people <laughs> i do i think that the guy that you would end up getting engaged to on the show i would think that like it wouldn't i don't know i th- I would think that the guy that that you would end up getting engaged to would pick up on your energy and maybe wouldn't expect you to look the way you do I but would, then wouldn't be like so thrown off that it would be like an issue i would hope just be so like, Whoa, i didn't I, expect you to look like that. i would hope that for myself that like i would engage that well enough but you know <laughs> if with men i get one i get one of two extreme reactions one it's typically like absolutely not and i got with my friends to bars and like my friends would be like buy us drinks and be like everyone but her and like they're like don't like my vibe at all or the guys will obsess with me because they think that i'm some like dominatrix in the bedroom and they oh. assume this of me and they go oh you're tattooed and you got sure you, you must be like a dom and so then it'll get you know it that, can get weird yeah, that really makes sense yeah i just want to be on the show to find out who i get attracted to and what they look like yeah that's that would be oh can we do this as people in relationships already it's like borrowing your friend's tinder you're like i just want to look <laughs> i just want to flip cur- through yeah. it i'm curious can you who's gonna swipe right on me let us go love is blind let us go on your show let us go in the pods get someone to maybe fall in love with us and then have us meet and then once we meet we can be like hey here's the thing i actually am a mother i'm in a relationship or i just want to do a game where like you know, there's like 10 people and you do like, but a speed dating thing behind a wall. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, everyone ranks like who their like top three picks are. And then I want to see like who's top three I get in and then who I I want the reveal on either side. And I want to know who are my top three and what they look like and what they do and all that. I don't want to have a conversation about what they do, where they're from, any of that. I just want to have like banter and conversation and then see what the three people look like that i was into and what they do and who they are and then i want to see the people that picked me too that would be a very exciting experiment it would be fun yeah and then you know it's just whatever it's just how can we make this happen in quarantine i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you know in quarantine i mean the pods you never have to come in contact with anyone that's true but i actually like that idea of it just like to see just to i know so, so curious yeah and then nothing happens after that you're just like oh shit it would also be so interesting to know if, like, let's just see, like, let's just say all the three guys that I you mean, connected you can with. I do it on, what are, what are we talking about? Like, we've been saying, it's like a phone call. You could do this online so easily. Should we figure out how to do this? <laughs> I mean, literally, this <laughs> is just, just, just calling no, random no, no, no. guys to be like, hi, this is a random number. I just dialed seven random. Uh, let's have a conversation. This is what let's would talk. happen. This is how we would do it. If we had all the time in the world and other people on board, someone would facilitate it and like cast 10 guys (laughs) and cast 10 girls. Okay. Like maybe some people would email in their bio and like who they are and put photos of themselves and whatever. Then all that you would do is you would just create a new Skype account with no photo. And then the person moderating would just be like you and you like, like, you know, you add this person's name as your friend and you're going to talk for 10 minutes. OK, this is the next person that you're going to add on Skype and you're going to talk to them for 10 minutes. And then the moderator has, you know, the person's fake Skype name with like their oh my God. name and all their info. And then after they would be like, write your top three Skype names of like the people you like. Them. But yeah, you could do it like online so easily, actually. Oh, that's super exciting. I it really want to really do it. It would be really fun if someone could create a website like that. Yeah. 
That would be a great. I think that would just be, be a great such a dating fun website game. too. True. You could meet people that True. way, like chat roulette, but not creepy. You have people <laughs> masturbating. Oh my god, in front chat of you. roulette! I'm gonna start doing that. that was now also that I'm a video. Seriously, <laughs> are you addicted to chat roulette? Oh, I was obsessed. Oh, nonstop chat roulette. I was obsessed. Nonstop. There was nothing better than setting that up in your like college dorm and like just playing it with a bunch of people everywhere and oh, just yeah. seeing you know how well, many I would sometimes do it by myself oh me too and would talk to people and yeah I'm gonna start it today <laughs> let you know who I meet Grace and I are gonna start having sex on chat roulette so see if you can find us on there actually that's kind of like a fun <laughs> thing voyeurism <laughs> we're so bored well I- <laughs> I think they have chatter roulette that's specifically it's for called chatterbait. Yes, chatterbait. It's like sexy, sexy times. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna start. We're gonna start a chatterbait account. Chatterbait. We're all so bored. Send us tokens or whatever. How does that work? You know what I'm talking about? Like ten coins. tokens and yeah, that's how we start being able to make a living. Oh my God. Okay, fans only. I can't. Oh yeah, fans only. Oh, let's let's talk about, by the way, this is the full caveat, but fans only all those websites, they are going to skyrocket during this quarantine. All those fan, fans only girls, bless Dude, you. You're about to make some. This cash. is the thing about fans only is like. I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to a podcast with Trish Paytas on it and she has a fans only. The thing is, fans only copyrights all their videos and photos. So like even if you try to search someone who's huge like Trish Paytas, you can't find their fans only content on like Pornhub or any of these other places. And like I don't want to jerk off to Trish Paytas on OnlyFans, but I was just so curious and I was trying to find stuff, couldn't find anything. So of course, OnlyFans, the biggest bait is just curiosity because you're like, fuck, I can't find any of it. I just want to like know what's going on. So am I about to pay the 20 bucks? And like, that's the thing. It's, it's really quite a grab. Yeah. But you can't find the, it's, it's interesting because you can't find the people's content from OnlyFans anywhere else on the internet. Well, now we should purchase it just because here we are. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm just going to be paying everyone's rent on OnlyFans, I I know, seriously, let's do this. Anyway. Anyway. So, (laughs) caveat. So, Kelly and Kenny meet. So, Kelly and Kenny. Um, And their meeting is absolutely beautiful. By the way, OnlyFans for the couples that actually end up together at the end of this would be very lucrative. Oh, for sure. For sure. Think about that. Consider that, ladies. Um, So, they're laughing. They're holding each other. Um, She... He right away is like, she's beautiful. She's perfect. She's like this tiny little five foot two thing that I can just bury in my chest. And they're, I mean, cute. I sure hope they last. I remember though, I feel like seeing clips from the first like teaser trailer after the first episode where he's just seems distraught. Like there's problems. And I'm concerned because if anything happens to those precious two, I'm going to be very, very sad. Yike. Yeah. Well, uh, Giannina talking about how she self-sabotages all the time mm-hmm. and she's afraid because of her parents' divorce. And uh, So then Damien's getting a little nervous because he doesn't want to get hurt either. And he's like, okay, what am I supposed to do? If What if she says no to me? Blah, blah, blah. Um, they haven't said I love you yet. Um, and then we have Kay. Barnett and Elsie. And oh God, he has a ukulele. 
I was like, no, someone remove this from the you room. You know, I would hook up with him if we were at camp together. This is like the, when that would happen. Yes. He would have his ukulele he, and he, all the girls would like him. Do you know that he definitely has hot camp counselor vibes? Like he's a little older. Oh, hot camp counselor. Yeah. Ooh, creepy. You don't remember the hot camp counselors? That yeah, were the same but I can see you. him being creepy. Um, like, remember when you'd go to camp and some of the ca- camp counselors would be like just, just graduated, 19? Which don't fucking hire camp counselors who are 19 when you have a bunch of 17-year-olds. Yeah, and then like, we're like 17 or 18 in high school and they are all flirting with all I of remember, us. Did you go to Hume, San Diego? I went to Hume, the other, the big one. Yeah, yeah. The, the like OG yeah. one, yeah. Oh, and there were hotties galore. Because okay? they used to do Hume, San Diego, too, where you would go stay in college dorms on the Point Loma campus. Even sexier. Yeah. And then, yes, I do remember there was one in particular who actually started dating, I think, one of the girls he met there, which is like, not yeah, 19, 17. Like, there were come on. so many hot, the camp counselor hottie, like, pile was out of control. But you know he would be the creepy one who takes things a little too far yes. with one of the sophomores. And he's got his uke out. You know, and he he's he's messing around. He's See, messing around, like joking with his uh, jokes and his comedy with the girls, <laughs> making songs about them, like his stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but he kind of has a hot voice. And as I was like closing my eyes and forgetting about all the stuff that he had said with other people, I totally kind of got it when I was seeing him interact with Elsie. Yeah, he does have a hot voice. Yeah, and I could see the banter being kind of like fun. It, he was more charming with Elsie than I had seen with the other girls yeah. or maybe he feels the most comfortable with her maybe because he says they're the most alike maybe he was more playful when he was laying on the ground playing the ukulele do you see what I'm saying it, he wasn't it so was, cringy it wasn't so cringy and then they were joking about Taylor Swift and they're talking about singing in the shower and like it whatever. was like the it, banter was there with that one where yeah. I was like that's when I was like I kind of get it because with Jessica yeah. and Amber I was just like well and he came cringing. out swinging like all it was was just like sexual innuendos and like him trying to be funny. But he seems like he's kind of chilling a little bit. Yes. Um, and then, you know, uh, Elsie, uh, Barnett does tell Elsie, he's like, I really, I really like you. Um, His most committal phrase so far, which yes, he, he does like to throw that out. But okay, shit gets serious. Shit. And I am, I was shocked. I did not think that the shit was going to get wild and serious with Amber and Barnett at all. Um, especially because Barnett was sitting there with like the most fratty shirt on that I've ever seen. It was definitely like the luau shirt from his college parties. And she was looking like super sexy, strewn out on the couch. And she then all of a sudden starts talking about how. She starts opening up about her getting pregnant and getting an abortion. Yeah. And that shit was heavy. Yeah, it got really heavy. And I also wanted to say that, like, I was very, I appreciated the, like, honesty and vulnerability on camera. I was so proud of her opening up about it, like, on national television. Yeah, that's huge. And it's just like, you know, there are so many people who have gone through that who would never have been comfortable to share that and well and also the way she opened up just about her experience it wasn't like a passing thing like no. oh i had an abortion she talked i mean it was just it was first of all heartbreaking she was yeah. talking about how she couldn't eat and couldn't sleep and her was it her fiance or her boyfriend no it was her boyfriend was but her she boyfriend. said it was like her one and only serious yeah. relationship it was just basically like get over it yeah and she was having such a rough time 
oh my god well my heart just broke no my heart was breaking too and she and then and then the fact that that the conversation was like hey that can't happen to me again like i can't handle that and it was so like real and vulnerable and also just like something that you know would really impact i think the another person's decision like someone like barnett who's a little bit kind of like i'm talking to this girl this girl this girl this girl when all of a sudden a girl that he does like is like hey just so you know i like you you and i have fun funny banter and we're playful with each other but like just so you know if i can't handle that type of shit she was real as fuck because she i mean she made no mistake about it she laid it out there and she said point Mm -hmm. blank if i get pregnant I am not going through that again. Yeah. And I don't want to have to decide between the person I'm with. Yeah. And having to go through that again. And that's some real shit. Real shit. And the fact that, like I said, she point blank just was like, and take that or leave that. But that's not, Mm -hmm. I'm not going through that again was really commendable. And, but now on Barnett's side, I wasn't sure what was happening. He was kind of like, it's okay. Like, I got you. I got you. But he was sitting there, you know, and he did we did we didn't hear from him really at all so i'm super interested to see he's probably terrified i'm sure he was terrified but i'm interested to see if like that level of commitment and intensity will send him like screaming running in the other direction you know or if it's like i hope he can sort through his feelings because i think that he does want to learn how to commit and i don't think he wants to keep running away you know i Mm -hmm. get this sense that like he does want to be with someone and he kind of doesn't know how to stop being a fuck boy. And I do wonder about uh, how his family life and all that stuff played into where he's at now. Like what's his relationship like with his dad? Like all that kind of thing. I don't think he wants to be this person deep down. I don't think he wants to keep being the fuck boy. I just don't think he has the tools to know how not to at this point in his life. A lot of work to do, but that was just, that was so intense. Well, then we cut to, um, oh, wait, look who it is. It's Rory. <laughs> oh, giving Damien breathing exercises. <laughs> He's like, you ready for this? Breathe. This is the best Close day your of your eyes. life. He was like Deep fucking breathing. leading a guided meditation. Full guided meditation. <laughs> and then he, and then <laughs> he's just like, Damien's like, I'm going to propose today. And Rory's like, you ready for this? I'm ready. It's like Rory's not having any romance happening. He's just coaching everyone. It's almost like he works he's like for the, love he's is like, blind. He's like Blake from <laughs> totally paradise. Like Blake. I'm your shoulder to cry on. I'm your emotional support. Nothing's happening with me yep. over here. So but, uh, let's just lay on our tummies and kick our legs in the air oh and have a good ass time. Well, then we have, Damien and Giannina's proposal and that's where it wraps and Becca I have to be honest with you Damien I think is a precious angel baby I what was that was proposal screaming through this proposal what was that proposal I don't understand what was happening it was, was with the box I don't understand. also it felt like he in the back of like in his brain had like you know, Jurassic Park gladiator soundtrack happened. Like he was like, and here we go. Like he had this crazy like level of like intense energy that it was like, whoa, this just is so out of control. So he, he says, I started putting things in a box, things that meant a lot to me from other countries, Uh places I've been, things that say it's Damien. Do you see the box? 
You see the box? It says like memories says and memories. stuff on the side of and it. And he's like, will you open it? He says, when you open the box, what do you see? And she's like, well, it's empty. Then he says, because I stopped and thought this isn't right. I'm like, what's happening? Is he about to not propose to her? Is he angry all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> he says, besides my brother and my family, you have become the most important thing in my life and I cannot put you in that box. And at this point, I'm like, I'm not following. So what? You're going to put things in a box that represent you and then you can't fit her in the box. So you just gave up on the box. Like the, I'm getting lost on the metaphor I, a little I, bit. I really didn't know what was going on. And I was like, is this Rory's idea? <laughs> this seems like a Rory idea. <laughs> I feel like Rory probably convinced you that this is a good call. <laughs> because then he says, so I took the bow off the box and I put the bow on my right hand and I'm like, that's a bow tie. <laughs> Do you remember? Yes. Bow tie on his that wrist. That is not the <laughs> bow that went on that box. Do you remember Emperor's New Groove? And she's like, I'm going to take the box and then I'm going to put another thing inside the box. And I'm going to get a flea and put it inside the box. And then I'm going to smash the box. <laughs> that's what that was reminding me of. <laughs> And Krunk's like, uh. <laughs> exactly. That was all of That's us. That's all of us. We're all just like Krunk. Uh, so what about the box? <laughs> Wait, that's the meme. That's the meme. <laughs> oh my but god! Box. Oh, oh wow. And what was her name again? I always forget her Giannina name. Giannina No, no, the, the lady from Africa. Isma. Isma has the Maddie forget has the Maddie eyelashes. Mm-hmm. That's like the four thing. of them. <laughs> all four of them. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Oh my god. Um. Uh. Yeah, but he's wearing a bow tie, and he's like, I, I don't like what. And then he's just like, so I put the bow. So I took the bow off the box, and I put it on my right hand. And I'm like, what? He's like, because today I don't just give you a piece of me. I give you all of me. I am your gift. <laughs> I was like, I. This is going to be my birthday speech, you know, for Grayston. I was going to get you something. So I got this box. And I said, no, I'm not going to give you that box. And I took the bow off the box and I ha- here I, it is over my titties. <laughs> Because I, I am your gift. <laughs> and uh, this is the goal, by the way. I'll turn him into a flea. And then I'll put that flea in a box. And then I'll put that box inside of another box. And then I'll mail that box to myself. And when it arrives, I'll smash it with a hammer. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, dude, I can't handle it. I could have watched this. I could have watched this proposal. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? As soon as we're done, I'm going to go watch it again. I gotta watch a proposal a hundred times. Well, then, and then the hesitation. Well, because he goes before, before I get, I get on one knee for the first time in my life. I ask you to take this bow, and I ask you, will you marry me? And it's the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. And what's going on in her mind? Is she? horrified and terrified by that proposal is she so confused like the rest she's like i can't follow this box analogy <laughs> Are you proposing? did you propose to me do you want to marry me what's happening also, here? you're asking me to take this bow and i don't understand what that necessarily <laughs> means is this an engagement i don't i don't know he's like that ring looked really cheap that they provided me with so i'm getting you a bow tie and saying that it's a bow on a gift instead 
I I don't and 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 she I can't tell or if she's overcome with love. I can't tell. Who knows? And then we get the final statement from her and she says, "I want to tell you something." <laughs> and broads we leave it there. We leave it there. They they have the cliffhangers they, like no other with and, this show, which also, is why you just hit that next episode. Well, it's also because Netflix automatically starts playing it after like 10 seconds, and I can't be left on a cliffhanger like it's, that. It, it's so quickly. But I'm really, I'm going to do my very, 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 very best. It's just going to be tough because we are locked in quarantine, so... You know, you got a tempting show like that that's being offered up on a platter with a cliffhanger. Give me one day and I'm done. <laughs> it's really and it's try. over. This is very tempting. <laughs> I've never been really that tempted to look at Bachelor spoilers, but my God, this Love is Blind is a whole next level thing. It's true. Dang. Anyways, by broads, the way, you should be Yzma for Halloween. I would love to be Yzma. I just found a photo. I'm, I'm trying to look for photos for the meme right now. And I just saw someone who dressed up like Yzma. And it's terrifying. Oh, and that really is good, terrifying. But- I feel like you can oh, pull I could it do off. that hair. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> Broads, we love you. Please stay safe, stay healthy, stay hydrated, stay self-cared, stay, you know. Stay put. Stay put. Um, and stay listening to our show and stay giving us five stars if you enjoy it. Smash that five star button if you're quarantined. <laughs> See, that's a good way to get a lot of five stars. Chat soon, Rods. Chat soon. <laughs>